you've been doing these rallies again and again, month after month. I see you at Getty Images walking away. Thank you for coming and showing up to cover Roger being here. It's so important that he actually forces the press to pay attention. But otherwise, it seems like the, the Beltway press, the mainstream press, doesn't give a flying fuck about press freedom That's because right. this is the single most important case about press freedom right. in our lifetime. If Julian Assange goes, the First Amendment goes, Amen. and he is not even an American citizen. Amen. And now we see all the guys with the badges, the lanyards, they're going. They're going. We were glad they were here, but they need to show up every time we're here, and they need to show solidarity. This is a, a matter of media solidarity. And Roger was complaining last night that the Washington Post told him that they were not going to cover his concert. They explicitly told him that. And he told Jeff Bezos to go screw himself. The richest man or one of the four richest men in the world. I don't know. It's like competing with Bill Gates, owner of the Washington Post. Well, the Washington Post has never come and covered any of these rallies. And I also heard that Charlie Savage, I think he's from the New York Times, he uh, didn't cover the important press conference of lawyers who were spied on in the Ecuadorian embassy by the CIA because he told the person planning that press conference, which was aired by Joe Loria's Consortium News, that it was a stunt. You know what the problem is with the mainstream press? They actually think that Julian Assange is not only guilty of some high crime because they are stenographers for power, they're humiliated by him because he was one of the only people doing the job they were supposed to do, which was to hold power to account. They're jealous of him. They hate him. And so they won't show up here. And the shocking thing is, as I revealed in the gray zone, the Washington Post top national security correspondent, Ellen Nakashima, had her phone and laptop seized by CIA assets at the Ecuadorian embassy when she went in to meet Julian Assange. I published a photo of her open phone in the files of those CIA assets that came out in the Spanish court. Can you imagine if Vladimir Putin's FSB did that to a Washington Post reporter? It would have been all over the front page of the Washington Post, the New York Times. It would have been a national scandal. Did Ellen Nakashima say anything? No, crickets. Crickets from the Washington Post. Their own reporter was spied on by the CIA, but they don't want to bite the hand that feeds them. That's the hand that feeds them. They are totally complicit. And so I'm disgusted. I'm so disgusted with the press committing suicide by abandoning Assange and letting our security state actively destroy him physically and psychologically. It's so upsetting to me, and that's why it's so important that you all are out here. Every camera that's out here is so important right now. You are on the front lines of the battle of our lifetime for press freedom against a security state that spans through the Department of Justice through the CIA, which is not supposed to be spying on American citizens, but which did so at the Ecuadorian embassy on foreign soil, and which is using the FBI as its own private Praetorian guard to take out political enemies at home. Do not let the libs resuscitate and rehabilitate the Espionage Act just because it is being leveled against the bad orange man. Do not let them do that. Do not let them resuscitate the undemocratic security state measure that was used to jail Eugene Debs. Do not let them revive and polish and whitewash the undemocratic act that is being used against Julian Assange, who is not even an American citizen and was used against so many dissenters. This is such a dangerous time, and we are seeing the security state act in so many ways. 
we actually just learned through a trial in Michigan where several men are on trial for an attempted assassination and kidnapping of the Michigan governor, Gretchen Whitmer, that the FBI had paid an asset nicknamed Big Dan, who was a former UP, uh, post office worker who said he got twice as much money from the FBI as he got from the post office to infiltrate a band of goof, right-wing goofballs and incite them into a plot to attack the cottage and home of Gretchen Whitmer and kill and kidnap her. The FBI planned that plot against the Michigan governor, right. which actually helped sway the 2020 election when the news right. came out because we never heard about the FBI's fingerprints. But most shockingly, how did he find that band of goofballs? He had actually gone up with them into the Michigan State House for an armed protest against Gretchen Whitmer's lockdown measure in earlier in 2020. And what we learned from this trial through Big Dan, the informant, when he testified is that the FBI explicitly told the Michigan police to stand down and allow those armed men into the Michigan State House, setting the stage for something that happened right down the street from here, which gave birth to a new, more powerful security state. So the FBI is the absolute enemy of democracy and the enemy of the people. And we are standing here opposed to the security state that seeks to take away all of our rights. Let's keep a clear Amen. mind here Amen. about what's taking place with the Espionage Act. Let's not let it be resuscitated, whitewashed, and polished because it's being used against someone that many of us might find odious. Because remember, Julian Assange was demonized in the same way. He was personally demonized and falsely branded as a rapist before he was branded as what Joe Biden called a digital terrorist. And all those charges turned out to be false. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for being on the front lines of the battle of our time for press freedom.